You're listening to the Power Platform People podcast on the CRM Audio Network with the bearded CRM guy Ian Connolly and the Mark Christie. The guys will take you on a journey of the Power Platform community. Here we go. Hello, this is now whatever. I don't even know what podcast this is we're doing. It's just a another podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Just another podcast, just another chat. But today we have the wonderful, brilliant guy that is Mr. Ben Vollmer. How you doing, Ben? Good, 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 good morning or good night to you guys. Uh, it, it's a pleasure to be here with uh, my two favorite, uh, my, 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 my two favorite Scots. Thank you very much. Neither of us are even called Scott, so I don't know how to take that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the fact that you're saying good evening, good morning, whatever it is, yep, I completely agree. It's just shy of 10 p.m. at the moment for myself and Mark. And what time are you at, at the moment? Uh, it ben? is uh, six forty-three a.m. here. And where uh, is he? I'm in, sitting in uh, in the uh, beautiful Weston in uh, Melbourne, Australia. I like how you have to sort of take a think about that because you've been so many different places that you actually can have to go. Where am I? I, I this is actually not as bad as it's ever been for me. I uh, I had a job before Microsoft where I would do multiple cities in the same day. Like one year, I rented something like six hundred cars. That's, that's like when I first passed my test because I used to buy a car and then sell it in like three months to buy a better car. But that was by choice, not for work. I do remember one one point waking up and rolling over and grabbing the hotel phone and looking and going, "Where am? Oh, that's where I am." And putting the phone back down so I knew where I was. Wow, see, I've done that as a kid. Well, not as a kid, but as a slightly teenager, but I've had to look at somebody's mail to work out here. <laughs> but never in a hotel. <laughs> I was never that classy. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I, there's a story there, Ian. I, I'm going to... I just... I'm not sure how to go that story there. Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> so, at the moment you're in australia have you been kind of doing a little bit of tour because i got a little bit excited when you posted somewhere that you're going to perth and i'm like oh ben's coming all the way to see me and then he's like no it's australia and i'm like you absolutely. Uh, yes yeah, so, so so i've been in australia um i guess what is it this is uh well, i left last saturday a week two weeks hell i left uh two, <laughs> I left two weeks ago on saturday and arrived here on monday um i did melbourne for two Oh, it took you two weeks I to did, get well, there. Monday was only well, three it took, days ago. It took me two days to get here. Um, uh, and then I was in Melbourne for two days. Um, and then I flew to Perth, Australia, which, which you know, you, you, you kind of grew up looking at the globe going, you know, look at that, 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 you know, the smallest continent, there's Australia. And then you realize it's a five and a half hour flight from Melbourne to Perth. No, no, the flight back, by the way, is, is half that time because there's a tailwind that, that, that moves the plane ridiculously fast but but the flight out there is a is is a beast um and then i flew back is it an actual two-day no, flight or is it, 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 it a five-hour flight way? out there for two days meet with customers um and did a did a d365 right. saturday event on a friday um, <laughs> okay and then uh i flew back well actually you say it was a Friday, but depending on what time zone other people were in, it might have still been a Saturday. Or just go that. More likely, it might actually be a Thursday for you. Okay. And it wasn't a hackathon or anything the day before. It was the actual um, event. 
It, it is a core event, yes. So, 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 so Nadira does one here on uh, on um, the Perth they do on Fridays, and I'm I'm not sure the reason why. There's probably a good reason. Got good attendance, so it was it was good. Let let's let's go with the whole the Friday as a Saturday. It's like the the Arab Emirates element where they do Friday Saturday off work a Sunday mm-hmm. through to Thursday. Maybe I, I can't. That that just that that takes me a while of me getting, like going to to our. Uh, our Dubai sub, our Mia sub is it's it's, it's I, my head doesn't get wrapped around that for like two weeks. I used to work on a service desk way back in the day, one of my first IT jobs, and we used to be the overflow for a, an oil company who worked out of Dubai. Well, they were global, but we used to pick up the calls on the Sunday for them, coming in with the password resets and printers broke, but we were just like overflow login pass. It was crazy because you're like, I can't do anything. I can just log it. IT will get back to you tomorrow. Like, yeah, but we're working today. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, but it's, but I think the same thing happens. Like our, our team at corporates used to scheduling like Monday through Friday trainings. And like, I think our, our team in Dubai keeps going, no, we do it Sunday through Thursday. And they're like, you guys work on Sundays? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a totally different world, isn't it? It's yeah. so crazy. So you did a D three six five Saturday on a yes, Friday. Yes, so, so well, it was, it, the, the, it was called Dynamics Power. So I'm not sure if it was a, a you know, I'm going to call it. It was, it was a community event that was okay. uh, part of the series, yeah. but it was it was done in Perth, um, and then uh, and then went from Perth to uh, back to back to back to Melbourne, and then uh, on Monday morning I flew from Melbourne to Sydney, and then Monday night I flew back to Melbourne. Uh, we did the, the CRM User Group Summit in Partner Day in uh, Melbourne on Tuesday. Flew to Brisbane Tuesday night. Um, did Brisbane Tuesday or Wednesday. Flew back here and did the event Thursday with customers. And then um, I have partner and customer meetings today. And then I fly out to Dublin tomorrow. Why are you going and to Dublin? So, so you got you know so you got to kind of look at what 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 I do for work. You know what what my job is. Um, I'm a trained chimp at events, yeah. so I, I get up on stage and I and I do the the the, the horse pony show at events. Um, I do a lot of customer meetings. So if you have a strategic customer that wants to talk about field service, I come and talk about what our strategy is, our goals are, how we how we operate, what we do. And then I also do a lot of internal enablement. So how do we make sure that our sales teams, our service teams, our pre-sales engineering teams, our you know our teams globally? can talk about field service in a in a way that makes sense to our customers and and they're and they're fully equipped to be able to talk about it um and so uh okay. here in in, in in australia it was a event called the australian power and utilities conference um, which by the way was a fascinating conference that was a probably the coolest conference i've ever been to more high-vis clothing there than any place i've been to in a long time um and then you we had the the the, the d365 summit and then a, a crm saturday event and then we had, um, so then, then you kind of fill that in with customer visits. And then Ireland's going to be primarily, uh, we're doing a uh, internal tour called Accelerate Selling Tour, which is around enabling our, our internal sales teams and pre-sales teams and other stuff. So I'm going there to do a train the trainer event to train our other folks how to train folks on how to do field service. Yeah. Can I come uh, along that the, one? The, the one in Dublin, you, you don't want to be there for that one. But uh, the, the, there, there will be some that, yes, partners are partners are invited to um, some of the uh, some of the accelerate selling tours. So, so yes, the, 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 there will be an opportunity for us to come to those. 
There is also uh, in Dublin about three or four weeks after that a uh, field service event as well, isn't there? On the Friday, uh, I'm, the 27th I'm of September. We, uh, 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 you know, I spent the past uh, two years doing kind of hackathons for Connected Field Service, which has been a heck of a lot of fun. Um, uh, we're doing a little tact, a little different tack right now. Um, so David Clark. Um, uh, Alexander Hines and myself are doing a resource scuttling optimization hackathon on the 27th. Yeah, we, we got David come, well, over David's well. coming so, over so as well. It's going to be it's going to be a chance to to hang out with uh, with two rock stars and Ben. Um, um, <laughs> Has field service uh, knowledge a prerequisite? It, you need to know the booking objects. So. Uh, you should you should know the underpinnings of field service. Um, so yes, I, I would say this is probably a, this is a much more advanced class. I would say than uh, you're not going to show up. And you're, we're not going to give you field service one on one because we're really going to we're really going to focus on the the RSO components um, of, of this. Yeah, so it's not all the work. It's not creating work orders that type of thing and everything else. As you say, it's just to be yeah, I mean, a lot of our partners don't understand how RSO. Like, like, like they understand it conceptually, and and we we don't we have not had uh, trial environments for or de- you know, partner use environments for a lot of partners until recently. So partners um, have had to pay to get their hands on it, and a lot of partners are cheap, um, so they don't actually get environments for them. So the, the knowledge base around it's fairly limited. So we're trying to expand that knowledge base. Well, this is that. It's, it's all. As you say, everybody can conceptualize and they can understand it in that way, but it's hard to buy into something when you don't uh, physically know what it's going to do or how it's going to do it for you. So yeah, uh, it's good uh, to have uh, the trial environments and be able to see it or something like that. So really, you've got a week, or no, you've got about three weeks to learn field service so that the RSO session makes sense to you. Well, it's five weeks tomorrow from recording this. Okay, so you've got plenty of time uh, and master think, field think, service I mean, in that thing. The nice thing is, is... Uh... You know, if Ian did it in five weeks, he might be more uh, more skilled than most of your consultant, Mark. Oh, oh barn. But I'll take it. But, I mean, here's me just finalizing a field service sale today as well. I can... I mean, let, let's it. talk Field oh. One Sky if we're going to be doing that. Let's go all the way back and start from there, right? <sighs> I, I don't like either one of you right now. Um, no, it's actually funny. We end of life Field One. Um, uh, I guess over a year ago, and, and it's funny. I feel like every like this week, I don't know what happened. Like this week, I got like three messages going, "Hey, uh, remember you offered us to help us transition to field one or field service like like three years ago?" Y- yeah, we like to take you up on that offer now. And I'm like, wait, wait, you mean those emails I sent saying the product dead? You don't move off it. We're not helping. You know the. Uh, now you yes yeah, so so it's it's it, that comes in waves though it is it's the funniest thing like like I, I won't get an email it says the word field one in it for for uh, for a year and then all of a sudden I'll get like fifteen of them in the same week and I'm like like this week I got three of them so when when we release this podcast I'm going to meta tag it all over the place with field one so it's what people find when they search oh, yeah. for it and just give them your email address I mean. Did you not just automatically forward those emails straight on to David? So, so the David is the David is the readiness PM. David's job it is to <laughs> to, to do the readiness around 
um, field service for our consultants, our customers, and our internal teams that are on the documentation side of things. He doesn't, you know, so there's actually a different team that yeah. handles um, uh, the, the the field one transition. Thank God. I mean, just so you know, it's down to a handful left, which is I'm, I'm thankful for every day. Um, although we find he did he, come, he did come, he did come it, with part of the takeover. You, you actually have to, you have to get him on the podcast and you have to have him explain how he came to work at field one and then off and then off the record. I'll give you the real story, and you okay. can make sure you surprise him with it. I think I met David maybe about three or four years ago when they were just starting to do the transition over, so it'd be good to catch up with him again. You're obviously flying all over Australia, off to Ireland. Like, as In your career, is that kind of what you've done? Are you almost like a an assistant pilot? As, have you been flying for every job you've done, or is it just in your more recent job? So, so, so this is not, this is not the, uh, I've actually had jobs where I've, I've never, like my last job before this one, um, I think I traveled three times in two years. Like, 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 yeah, if I use a, I use it, there's a, there's a great app called TripIt, T-R-I-P-I-T. And I've used, I've used Trip for a, a better part of a decade. Um, yeah, and I was, I was, somebody was asking me a question. I was, I was flipping through my trip, it, and you can see, you know, three hundred thousand miles, two hundred thousand miles, three hundred thousand miles, sixteen thousand miles. Well, you could definitely tell that. I, and, you know, next year was ten thousand miles. Like you could definitely tell there was a, there's there were there were years where there were, were huge dips in, in in my travel. Yeah, I'm just. Having a wee look through mine, 34,000, 17, 18, and 7. Yeah, I've been using TripIt for a bit. I, went, I was using the one, was it WorldMate? Is that the one that came with, the, with BlackBerry? I used that for a bit, but then the end of life, that as well. So 2011 was 1,594 miles. I think I think I do that. Yeah, I think I do it way more than that in a day now. Um uh, although my, my dad and I last year were sitting around um, having a conversation, and, and I realized that last year um, my average commute was a thousand miles a day. That's crazy. Yeah, some daily commute, isn't it? Is when an average we take over. With all the flights you've done, can you actually remember the first flight that you ever done for work? Because I mean, we think of flying for work as nothing, but there's lots of folk that actually never have to get on a plane to go to work. We, it's second nature to us, but. Can you remember the first time you went anywhere for work on a plane? I mean, we might have to go back like decades and decades and decades, but I mean, it might not have been a plane. It might have been on the back of like a dinosaur. Oh, this is way worse. So I would say my first work trip was probably, uh, I'm pretty sure you guys were probably still in, in first or second grade uh, at 96, 95, 95. Yeah, I'd have been. Yeah. I'd have been twelve. Um, and it was uh, it was a uh, it was a conference in uh, I don't remember. I think it was Orlando or New Orleans. New Orleans. It was New Orleans. New Orleans. My first work trip was New Orleans, Louisiana, from Washington D.C. So it was a whopping six or seven hundred miles. Okay. Right. Did you find it weird to be asked to like, oh, go and go on a flight and go and work somewhere? Because some folk, honestly, some folk just think it weird that we my, do this sort of thing. My parents cannot grok. Well, so, so first of all, my I had a bank 
that did not understand that I could I could make a credit card charge in London in the morning and in Paris in the afternoon and in Germany the following morning. <laughs> and I, I literally had to change Jeez. banks because they could not grok the fact that, that I had credit card charges in three countries in one day or two days. Were they blocking your card? They would block my card. And of course, they were kind of a regional bank out of, out of Birmingham, Alabama. So you had to pick the phone up and call them during nine oh. to five central U.S. time working hours, which generally is not where you're at, and tell them you were traveling. And they would unblock it for three days. And then you'd have to do it again in three days. And international call charges weren't, weren't the same now as they were then. So wrong way around, whatever. But yeah, it would cost it, a fortune was, to do that. It more than just a pain in the neck. Yeah, it could be a bit of a, a bit of a nightmare. I I don't think I've ever had that issue where I've been I don't hop about that much though. And if I do I'm kinda I'm I I'm not like you. I can't get up at four and five in the morning and stuff like that. I need to kinda be away the night before so that I'm up and refreshed. So I'm not usually too bad. I'm kinda in a place for two days and then out. The trick is though, Mark. I think well sorry, sorry. I think in the consulting arena in as a whole there's a lot of i would call them functioning alcoholics that basically basically um yes you know i found for myself i can't drink when i'm on the road like 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 literally i have no i have no problems drinking i don't mind drink i don't you know I, i'm not a i'm not a you know anti-alcohol guy i'm just a um i i can't i, I gotta go to bed by 10 or 11 and i gotta be up again by four or five to start my day. And so I don't, I don't have the time to, to have my brain clouded up by, by, by drinking 1200 beers. No, I, me and yeah, Ian have I've had this there's a few, a few people that I've worked with and I'm just like, and it's just simple things like after, after a day's work, you'll go out for a meal and they'll actually tan a full bottle of wine in like half an hour and then take another bottle back up to the, the room. And I'm like, I, how can you even drive to the customer the next morning? <laughs> Illegally, I think would be the answer there, and as far as the the, law, well, the rules are here. But yeah, that, I think that's where then they hope, like when me and you, like for instance, you don't drink, Mark. You are teetotal. I drink, but I don't drink when I'm traveling. I just don't really enjoy it for the exact same reason as Ben just described. I, I don't want to be getting up slightly foggy headed been there and done it and just regretted it. So it's just I, I just can't do it. I don't enjoy it. I'd rather just go to bed at 10, watch a movie, go to sleep, that type of thing. Uh, but you're right, there's some people that, as, as Ben says, are functioning alcoholics, and it's, a, it's an interesting situation, actually. But if you are away for a long time, then I, I can understand it. Like if, you, if you're away for like two or three weeks on end, then you are just going to, you're going to get bored. What's, ben, what's the longest time you've been actually away from home for a work trip? Uh, so I think this will be one of my longer trips. So, so normally 10 to 12 days is usually what I, I shoot for, Mark. Like, like, like that's kind of my upper limit. Um, I left Atlanta the Saturday before I flew to Australia and we did a, we did a, a, a week. Um, we went back to visit some old friends in Atlanta, um, took my boys to some doctors we couldn't find in Florida. Um, and then I flew from there right, right out to Australia. So I was gone for a week. I'll be in Australia for two weeks. I'll be in uh, Ireland for about 10 days. So that, that's about, that's about you know, in the end, it's going to be about a five-week visit, five weeks yeah. total. Um, I mean, that is one of the things I, I mean, yeah, you're awesome at field service, but the thing that I think I actually admire most about you is 
when you're away, you bring the family with you. You you do everything for them and kind of have them over. I mean, the three of us have been out for food with all the families together and uh, we spent some time together in Helsinki all together as well. And it's just, it's honestly, it's one of the... It actually it warms my stone heart is probably the best way of, of putting it. That, that's actually seen something. Do you just get emotional? I, I, a little bit. I just honestly, I with all the amount of arseholes there are in this business, and especially, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, Ben, you're a salesman, so the sales guys are usually the biggest arseholes there are. It's actually really nice to see somebody who who has a bit of morals and puts the families first. And you've got an awesome family. And I, I actually uh, I, love seeing them when, so, when so, we're around. You know, I think to me, you got to understand why you do this. Like, I, I don't work for the sake of work. I work to provide for my family. And I mean, th- th- that is my, that, that's, and, and so if I didn't have my family, why would I work? And I probably would work because I'm, I'm, I'm dumb like that, but I'm just saying, but it, it's a, you, you work, you, the motivation is very different, and, and 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 I want my kids to experience. Um, so first of all, I think first of all, back up for a second. If you go back twenty years in history, when 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 Beth and I first got married, um, I think she thought work trip was was a code word for boondoggle. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what that word means, uh, but I'm so, just so boondoggle I, I can probably is get. A, um, non-essential work visit of any type um, done, you know, it, it would be like scheduling. Uh, I've seen this happen, by the way, at, at companies, including Microsoft, where where they schedule a team offsite at the uh, at the Ritz-Carlton St. Kitts or the uh, and, 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 you know, you have two hours a day of meetings and eight hours a day of sitting by the pool, lounging, drinking beer. Um, or skiing or, you know, you know, that's called a boondoggle. There might be a different word for it in in other English uh, vernaculars, but uh, uh, in the American vernacular. Company uh, (laughs) already. So, 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 so I think Beth thought initially kind of business travel was a boondoggle and and what she's kind of, you know, so I think she went on some trips with me originally just to, just to see what it was like. Um, because like, if you go to like, con- you know, like converge the old convergence or, you know, ready or inspire, I mean, people post pictures of, of going to these really cool concerts and they pick, pick pictures of, of, you know, all, all these kind of, all these kind of things and what they don't show you, or at least, at least you know, is that, you know, I was, I was you know, I got up at 6am, did a breakfast meeting at seven, did another breakfast, you know, coffee meeting at eight thirty, you know, had a session at, at 10 you know, they, they don't show you the fact that, you know, and you walk back in the room at, at 1030 at night, throw the bag down, fall on the, on the, on the, on the bed and fall asleep. Um, and so ha- taking Beth with me originally was a, this is actually what it looks like out in the, out in the road. And, and then she actually realized how rough it was. So, so the nice thing is, you know, she realized very quickly that it was a, it was a very, uh, it was a very rough, um, uh, existence, if you will, it, it's not a glamorous. You know, Ben's working two hours and you know and sloughing off for for, for ten. Um, so we, we start bringing it off. But you think of it even just now, you're over in Oz. How much of Oz have you actually seen? 
out with work. You've seen a conference room, a boardroom, a meeting room, and the hotel room probably. People, so again, um, people who don't travel a whole lot, they generally get a little bit entranced by where I am and what I'm doing. And I'm like, all Microsoft offices look alike. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, yeah. like, like, like the chair I sit in, the, the chair I sat in in Perth um, wasn't too much different from the chair I sat in in Brisbane, which is not any different than the chair I sat in in Melbourne or Sydney. Now, some of the offices are in cooler locations and some have better view. Like the Singapore office view is freaking awesome. But well, see, I really like the the one in Dublin with the digital lake. I really like that. I think that's one of the nicest ones. Uh, the Dublin office is gorgeous. Um, the 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 the, uh, the 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 Dutch office, the Netherlands office, is amazing as well. Um, the new Munich office is really cool. But but at the end of the day, I sit in a windowed or windowless office. Um, you know, so like in, in Brisbane on on uh, what day was that? Wednesday. Um, Dan Jackson, who's a, who's the, uh, field service lead for Australia now, um, you know, Dan and I got into a conference room at 9am at 901, a customer showed up at 959, that customer left at 1001, another customer showed up at, uh, 1101, another customer, I mean, like, like literally every hour on the hour, every, everybody in the room, except for Dan and I swapped out. Yeah. And we had a 30, and 30 minute break for lunch, which was basically, you know, scarf lunch down, checked email. And, 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 at, and at 6 p.m. we were done, hopped in the airport, hopped in the car, drove to the airport. He flew back to his hometown and I flew back to Melbourne. Yeah. And people don't just, they don't get it. It's leaving early, airplane, airport, hotel, office, hotel, airplane, office. It's just a cycle. It's like, oh, wow, you got to go here. I'm like, yeah, but I, I've never stepped out of the airport. Like I've said a couple of times, I've been to actually. You see, when I was in Amsterdam a few months ago, that's the first time I've actually been in Amst like outside of the airport, and I've been to Holland about four times or the Netherlands four times, and that's the first time I've actually been outside of a train station or an office. It's mental. It's like when I was working doing the PSA project uh, in London. I was in Trafalgar Square, staying in a Premier Inn, the Premier Inn hub that's right on Trafalgar Square. The office that I was working at was right at Trafalgar Square. And I seen none of London, tubes in the railway, in the boardroom. Because you're there on your own. Like, I walked down to Buckingham Palace. It was like a 10-minute walk from the hotel. I walked down, walked through Mayfair, looked at the palace and went, oh, that's what that is, and walked back to the hotel. It's just not the same when there's no one else there. You're not doing touristy stuff. You're doing work stuff. It's just a different ethos. It's a total different mindset. It's so strange. It's so, so strange. Microsoft um, has travel rules. As, as I don't know. You guys probably have travel rules, too. Microsoft has travel rules, some of which make some sense, some of which make no, no sense at all. Um, one, of, one of my former managers... Um, she she didn't put a rule in place. She she put an incentive in place. She, she goes, look, you can fly business class, and I'll pay for it. She goes, you fly in the day of what we got to do, and you fly out the day, the the, the 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 you know fly out as soon as you can after the event's over. So the event's on Monday. You yeah. fly and land Monday morning. You do the event. If the event's over on Tuesday. You fly out Tuesday night, or you fly out first thing Wednesday morning. She goes, or you fly coach. You come in when you want, and you leave when you want, and I pay for everything the whole way. Okay. 
and, and so, but what what, she, what what we would do, so we used to travel together as a team. There, there'd be three or four of us traveling to an event together. It was actually really nice. Was it was she would sort of we would sort of bake in the schedule, the agenda, one extra day. You know, so if, if we were doing you know and you know f- four days worth of worth of worth of worth of stuff, we would we would kind of have two days break, two days, so, so that we had a break in the middle. I mean, she would sort of organize team events for us. So, so I've been to see some cool stuff. Um, I think traveling solo. So I'm traveling solo right now. Uh, I don't have a whole, it, it, it pains my heart to get up and go explore Melbourne. I mean, I, I, you know, because I, I have this guilty thing. I've got emails, you know, 1200 emails sitting in my inbox that I know I got to look at, yep. but that, that's just from last Monday. Right. Um, and so, it, so I kind of feel guilty about it, but what, what I've learned is I, I have to take some time out of my own. I'm like, today is actually my day. So, so today, um, I'm not going, I'm not going to 365 summit. I'm, I'm, I'm meeting with, um, a partner and uh, a couple of partners because I want to, not because I have to. Um, um, and so, so, so you have to take some day out and you have to do something that, that is interesting to you. So like last night, um, I, I, I with Anil Shaw and I walked up to um, the white lights. Cool thing which is like this art thing to have this light light driven and uh and we walked down the graffiti the graffiti alleys in uh in melbourne um so i got some cool pictures of of, of graffiti alleys but but it's, it's one of those things where if, if all i do is saw the conference rooms you know you don't really see melbourne um and you can't come back to it I, i'm a subject of the family though. i think i think that the, the, the trick is you got to balance out um, you know, you got you got to balance out, and a lot of times, you know, like you know, where you're going. I don't know, going months or years, and you know, m- months in advance. Sometimes, sometimes days in advance, but usually months in advance. And, and so, like when we came to Helsinki, I mean, I, those were six hundred dollars plane tickets, Mark. They, they, they weren't. It cost me more to go to California. It cost me more to fly sometimes to visit my folks and than to fly Helsinki. And Helsinki was actually quite a nice place. <laughs> It was, I, I, we love Tallinn, by the way. Tallinn was, Estonia was, was, was awesome. Yeah, the pictures from that and stuff looked absolutely amazing. I think Estonia, Croatia and things like that are definitely on the to-do list for me. They're, they're basically my doorstep, as you say, Ben. Like, you're flying internals like us flying there from Scotland, so we, we should do it more. You yeah. just you just don't see it sometimes. You can't see the wood for the trees. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, I mean, so, so I, I would say, you know, so it, it is definitely a, uh, you know, you definitely have to keep the family, you know, you know I mean, I'm gone so much that if, if I didn't yeah. bring them with me occasionally, um, you know, it, it wouldn't, 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 wouldn't end up well. I mean, you know, um, they would forget who you are. Yeah. Which, which, you know, depending on, it, at some point you gotta, you gotta, you know, like there, there's times I, I, I cut trips home to go home sooner. There are times where I elongate trips to, to bring the family with. So, so the, the, the trick there is, I think you gotta, you gotta be flexible and you can't have a fixed mindset and say, I'm going and doing X, Y, and Z or X, Y, and Z. If you're uh, from another vernacular of English. Um, I, I was told by the way, uh, for one of the presentations I did this week that I was told my, my slides were too American. <laughs> hmm, funny that. And, and I looked at them and said, just so you guys know, I am an American. So if you want them to be Australian, here's the slide deck. You can go remove all my Z's and put S's in. I'm okay with that. And put extra U's in randomly. <clears throat> so 
Exactly. You mentioned talent there. Is that so? What's your favourite location that you've been to, either work or kind of bringing the family over? Uh, so the look. Uh, so I will, I will look at it differently. The location I want to go back to. How's that? Um, which I don't know is a favorite. Okay. I, I want to go back and explore Portugal in much more depth. Portugal? Why is that? We, we spent, well, first of all, I'm a fat kid and I love food, as you're both very well aware. <laughs> um, we spent uh, Extreme 365 was a partner event and they had it in Portugal a couple of years, in Lisbon a couple of years ago. Um, and so I actually spent, uh, so I brought the family over, actually brought mom and dad and the boys, um, Abby uh, and Beth over. And so all of us did the, uh, did, did, um, did Lisbon. Um, and uh, actually we even flew Will over. So, so, so we had, we had, you know, we had a bunch of us there and we did, we did Lisbon and absolutely loved it. Like it was just, it was a, I love the I love the architecture, the people that were very nice in, in the food. Um, it, it's, a, it's a fat kid heaven. Um, there's a place there called Timeout Market. We probably did Timeout Market for breakfast and or, or for lunch and or dinner um, about eight days in a row. Like, 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 like it was amazing. Okay. Portugal's. I've never, I get another place I've never been. And it's one of these weird ones is getting different people's perspective on it because I would never have thought of going to Portugal. But my wife likes doing that. She likes going to small places that have got like Christmas markets and doing that sort of thing. So yeah. Yeah, that's probably something I'll end up having to take out of Portugal. It, it, it was actually, so again, um, I'm not as cheap as the Scottish, um, but I'm, <laughs> but, 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 I'm, but I'm, I'm pretty cheap. Um, you only really know two Scots people, though. Is that fair? Is that your fair analysis? Uh, yeah, we're probably the cheapest Scottish people that are. So, I mean, we're at total the wrong end of the scale for making any assumptions. Uh, okay. on, on so, sorry, sir. I was, I was not showing diver- uh, 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 geopolitical diversity or inclusion there. So I'll have to, I'll have to back that up there. Um, so. Uh, um, I, I would uh, so I, I'm a I'm a value buyer. So when you look at th- things that I buy, you know what I spend my money on. I'm a, I'm a value buyer. Um, and so like Estonia was was probably a good half off of whatever. So what if a if a beer in Helsinki was you know five euros, uh, a beer in, in 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 Estonia was two or three euros. Um, if a hotel room in, uh, Helsinki was 300 euros a night or 200 euros a night, uh, a, a room in Tallinn was a hundred euros a night. Um, and so, okay. so value for money, so, so value for money and, and, and they're a two hour boat riders. So it's not like this is, you know, it's not a world away. It's two hours away. Um, Portugal costs 11 though, isn't it? It costs 11. P- Portugal is the same way. Like, like if, if you go to London, I mean, I think, I think, you know, you know, I think, you know, pounds get you know get evaporated in London, like 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 they, they, they just kind of dissipate out of your pocket. Um, and, and I'm gonna, so even you know, Glasgow is is probably a you know, twenty five or thirty of, of Edinburgh from a pricing perspective. Yeah. Um, so you know, I'm gonna hang out. No, so so, so like Portugal is it's great, great food, friendly people, um, and it was and it was it was easily. 
you know, half the price of having that same event in, um, in like the UK or France. Okay, so that's your favorite location then, but you did say you wanted to split that answer up. Yeah, so, so, that, that, would, so, so that would be the place I would, I would go back to. Like, like, the place I would go back to, that's where I'd go back to um, again. So, so I really don't, don't have a, um, don't really have. A, Another part of it. Okay, so you were just, you were just winding us up a little yeah, bit, were I, you? I, I, so, so favorites all, the, I, I look at favorite as where would I go back to? Where would I want to go again? Um, you know, some places I go, like I, I, I love Amsterdam as a place I, I love going to. Like, like I could, um, if, if the if the if the Dutch subsidiary gave me a job offer tomorrow for a job I would like to do, um, uh, we would be packing our bags and moving immediately. Um, um, okay. I, I like it there. Um, I mean, there, there's some places that I've gone that have been, you know interesting culturally um um you know so it, it's you know i would say probably portugal amsterdam germany you know the uk is is it, for me it's easy to go to the uk because it, it's, it's not a huge cultural or um language shift you know like, like i don't have to gear up for a lot of stuff going to the uk or even australia it's, it's pr- pr- pretty pretty simple to go there well you, yeah, you maybe don't have to gear up to go to England, but when you come up to Scotland, it's a little bit different. Well, yeah, I have I have to, I have to uh, to improve my vocabulary to 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 uh, impress upon the Scottish the uh, the veracity of how how uh, how impressive things are. And how how you say Glasgow and Edinburgh. I, 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 it did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I mispronounce them every time. I know I mispronounce them every time, and I just gotta just. It's not just you, though. It's an Americanism. Oh yeah, I mean, it's it's just yeah. American, I am too. Well, well, I did. I, it's funny. Yeah. I, I, I did learn. Um, so my, my favorite yeah. learning from Finland, by the way, is that 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 the Finns pronounce every word, every letter in the word. <laughs> Whereas okay. Scottish people tend to yeah. drop a lot. Pronunciation and just roll yeah, that off. I, I also learned that my name, my last name of Vollmer, um, in Germany, I've been mispronouncing my the name is a German heritage, of course. I learned I've been mispronouncing my name for my entire life. <laughs> okay, so well, how well, should so we in pronounce Germany it's pronounced Vollmer with an F. Okay, right, Vollmer. But would that not be the V then having the two dots above I, it, changing the words? I just, anywhere I go in Germany, um, it's 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 it's, uh, it's Fulmer. Well, try being Ian with two so, eyes. People don't uh, know how to pronounce it. I have an it. Ian with one eye, and they don't know how to. My my mother calls him Eon, so um, she did for the first couple of years of my life. The uh, the. So most people think that my first eye is an L, lean? so I get called lean all the time. So because obviously I do a capital I, it just looks like a, a lowercase L when you type it, depending on what font you're using. So it just looks like a lowercase L, and then you get people going, there's an extra I, and it really confuses them. Coming back from Spain there, the, the person checking us in on the flight had no idea how to pronounce my name. It was quite so, amusing. I can't even tell you how she tried to pronounce it because it just didn't the, make uh, sense. The concierge here at the Westin 
um, there's a couple of them, but the, the one here is his, his first name is Ian. And I go, oh, you got Ian with one eye. And he goes, yeah, but you want to, he's probably late 60s. He goes, yeah, but you want to see my gang sign? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he grabs a piece of paper and he writes his name, Ian, and then he writes his last name out. And it, it's a, it's got an S in the middle of his last name. And he literally draws two lines. The S is a dollar sign. He goes, that's my gang sign. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you're expecting some sort of. I was expecting maybe twisting his fingers and doing some sort of crib west side type thing, but no, he just writes it on a bit of paper. It's like a graffiti tag, but really simple. And then he looks at me and goes, and I do only have one eye. And I looked at me, he had a glass eye. I'm like, oh, God. I'm oh, so sorry. Word. You're like, yeah, you need two to see. Oh no, you've only got one. Oh my word! <laughs> that is genius. That's so unfortunate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, singular I, Ian. Dollar sign, Ian. Brilliant. That's now, we now have the artwork for the podcast. We just have to somebody to draw that up uh, and play the Ben Vollmer song in the background. That Ben Vollmer. Oh, testify, word, word, big up. <laughs> so let's put this back on track a little bit and kind of close out. So one question I've I always get asked, oh, you're in the airport all the time. Do you always feel like you're going on holiday? Or when you're going on holiday, does it feel like you're going away for work? So, so what so is an funny. airport to you? So, so Beth hates me at the airport. Absolutely. My wife despises me at the airport. Do you have an airport routine like me, where you just know I, what shit's okay, going on and you know what you want to read the departures board? Great, walk over next to the departures board and, and read it. Do not stop in the middle of the aisle <laughs> and read the freaking departures board, <laughs> or sit as near as you can to it, just so you can sit, see the sit next to it. That's fine. Just, just, just people who stand in the middle of the aisle and like look around. I, I want to plow through them. Like, like I, I legitimately just want to just like walk through them. Um, so, so before TSA pre-check existed in America, um, I used to opt out of the uh, advanced scanning machines and I would get the hand pat down. Um, what's that? Was that a preference? Uh, was that a preference of yours to be hand? The U.S. government wants up? to... Um, you know, look at my privates. They can do so in person, up, up close and personal. Um, so yes, it was a preference that if, if, if you're gonna okay. if you're gonna put a machine that's gonna do that, you're gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna have a machine do it. I'll have a human do it, and I'll make sure that I enjoy the process. Um, so when I get to the airport, for me. When I'm with myself, it's just it's 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 full work. When I'm with the family or I'm with somebody else, it's really about making sure that, that, that they can get through the journey. The journey goes through successfully. 
Um, and so it's really about, you know, corralling, but, but I do turn into, I have a hard time getting the, the airport and relaxing. And, you know, for me, the airport is I go there, um, I'm, I'm doing these, um, you know, so, so. Because you're, yeah, so for me, the airport is because I'm going for work. It's not a, I'm going away on holiday. Like my wife, we're away in a couple of weeks to Thailand. And my wife's, are you excited yet? And I'm like, no, not really. Oh, you'll be excited when you get to the airport. I'm like, well, I nothing. When I get to the airport, I'll be thinking, oh, great. What emails have I got when I land? What's happening here? It'll not be till I actually get there that I'm a little bit excited because, yeah, I kind of get like an airport monster, whereas this is my regimented routine that I do every time I'm in the airport. I get into the airport, I go and buy a bottle of water, I buy a packet of chewing gum for the flight, I sit there, I have my coffee. I mean, it's like it's like military precision what I do. And then when the wife comes or the kids are there and mess with that, oh. So I, I I'm very much it. the same at the airport. It's like a bottle of water, a coffee, maybe a bite to eat, but I don't know if this is worldwide, if this is just a Scottish thing, but there's the standard airport picture that you tell everybody you're at the airport by taking a picture of your pint at four in the morning, six in the morning, because that's what people do when they go on holiday, pint, a glass of wine, whatever. I just don't do it. I just can't. Mm-hmm. I think it's that whole, as you say, it's that I'm in the airport more often for travel, for work. Yeah. The, the idea of having a drink and then getting to a customer site just doesn't entertain me. So even when I'm going on holiday, I still don't do the same thing until yeah, I'm at it, the airport. It, it, I sit down, get my bags in the room. And then I would like, say, so, so lounge access for me, which I, I, I'm going to show my snobbery side here a second, it, it, it is critical. Um, so, so before I even get to the airport, I, I figure out what lounges are there, what lounges I have access to. Um, I, I kind of map out the, the, the lounge experience at the airport before I even get there. Um, and literally, I mean... I, you know, I walk in the door, I get scanned through security and, and I, I make a beeline for the nearest lounge. Um, and then if I'm, there, if I'm there with the family, it's usually finding a, you know, a kind of a, a communal seating area. If it's there with me, I, I go, they have these uh, kind of office areas that have these big, big um, kind of cubicle areas where you can sit and work. You know, first thing I do is I run over to a cubicle and I sit there and I, and I fire my laptop up and, and, and start working. Um, but that, that routine of, I find the routine, you know, I think the thing, you know, the one that my, my wife laughs at is I, when I get to a hotel, I have to unpack my bags and I have to unpack my, I don't want to live out of suitcase, so I have to unpack my bags and I don't care if it's a two day trip or a seven day trip or a one day trip, everything on my bag comes out, gets put in a drawer. Um, and, and then like my toiletries, um, it, you know, a, a hand towel goes down, my deodorant, my hair gel, my uh, my toothbrush, my toothpaste, my, my medication, all, you know, everything gets put on a, uh, you know, like, like, like I, have, I have a routine I have to follow. Um, and it's funny because we'll go, you know, we'll get, we'll share a hotel room, the, the whole family will. And like, and like that, that routine gets messed up. And, and Beth's always laughing. She goes, you're getting grumpy. I'm like, I, I know my stuff got, she goes, just calm down. Because like at home, I don't care where, you know, that stuff's all there. And I can, but when I travel, I, I, I don't want to lose stuff. And so I, I'm very kind of OCD, if you ask, if you will, about it has to be unpacked this way and packed that way, so that I make sure that I hit. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't want to leave something in the hotel room. So, so it, it is. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to leave your phone charger, something in the hotel yeah, room, I mean, the thing that's that's vital, but it's such a small, small piece of equipment. <laughs> 
Oh, I've sold them. So I've given hotels so many chargers. It's unreal. Uh, well, so, so you mentioned chargers, and for you guys, chargers aren't that big. You know, chargers are okay. How about a? Oh, I don't know. A, a, a U.S. plug to international plug adapter. Leaving yeah. that behind means I'm yeah. out of work. Which is the reason I came there is to do work. So, so I'm kind of SOL. So, so, so it's one of those things where I do a lot of. Okay, the you know this has got to go in the bag in this place that I can pull it back out again. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, OCD in the way that packed bags. I mean, I got this cool thing that's, uh, I don't know, it's the size of a, an A4 sheet of paper, but it's got lots of bands on it, and I just slide all my devices in it, and it holds it rather than all the devices sitting in the bottom of my bag. So, so cool. I, I use so so Tumi yes. makes these. Uh, they're about the the width of an A4 piece of paper, but they're only about maybe a quarter quarter the size, you know, length of it. And they're little, they look like, they look like miniature toiletry bags. And so I'm looking right now, I have four of them. So it's like one of them contains all my backup cords. So all my backup, again, you know, I want backups of backups. I have, you know, backup iPhone cords, backup charging cords with me that I don't ever use, but they're with me in case. But I have one that contains, you know, my USB-C adapter and one that contains my, you know, it's, so I, 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 and I, so literally when I go on a trip, I grab one for, if I'm taking my Surface Go, I grab it and it has all the stuff the Surface Go needs to, to, to work. And then I, the other one has all my stuff for my Surface laptop. And then I have one that has my Roku stick in it. By the way, if you don't travel the Roku stick, um, I, or, or, you know, I would tell you guys, you need to start doing that. That's the best thing since like bread. Other mobile HD, yeah, HDMI I mean, TV PC devices are available. <laughs> I've never used the I've never used the other ones. I, I you know we're we're a Roku house where, where I'm at. Um, but what I like about it is is the use is is not so much watching Netflix, which I enjoy that. But I use it when I walk in hotels. I plug it in the hotel, and now I now have a second monitor. Yeah, yeah, true. See, I'm now a way to start searching for those bags because I mean, Ian knows I've got a love for my tuna yeah, stuff. I've got I've a similar idea with the, the bags. It's like having a carry-on bag. So in my carry-on bag, I've got other bags. One's like the security bag, obviously, your liquids. The other one's the cables, the different bits and pieces. They need hand sanitizer, that type of stuff. And, and it's like it's like having the bags that you obviously put your clothes and stuff in as well. You get all of them when you get travel bags that help you pack your case. It's the same idea as having this. OCD element that I know that the, the white bags this, the black bags that, the red bags get this on it. It's exactly the same and I think when yep. you are a seasoned traveller you, you build these things naturally and you find other people obviously do the same thing. Hence why obviously. So here we go. So what other travel tips have you got for? What's Ben Vollmer's top three travel tips? Um, I, I would say um, adjust the time zone you're going to as soon as you possibly can. Like I'm going to get on the plane um, on tomorrow morning and I'm going to adjust to Dublin time. As, as soon as that uh, across the threshold, that door in that plane, and I'm in that plane. I am in Dublin. I'm acting like I'm in Dublin. I'm like, I'm, like my clock. I, I literally set, I set the clocks on my phone. I, I start sleeping when I, so, you know, I adjust the time I'm going to as fast as I possibly can. Okay. Um, so, that, that would, so that's one. That would be the first one. Um, I, I would also say most people over like consultants probably aren't, but most people overpack for trips. Um, 
I always figure out what I need to add one more to it. So if I know I need five, uh, five button-up shirts, I pack six. Um, but then I don't pack, like I, I have two t-shirts with me for, 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 for five weeks or maybe three because I'm not wearing t-shirts, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm in a suit all day, every day. I go to dinner in a suit, you know, it's not, you know, my leisure time is, is, is a lot more diminished. Um, so just on, when you say you go to dinner, how many meals or how many evening meals are you having per evening at the moment? I, oh, <laughs> outside of the thank you one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a. Uh, I think for me, Mark, that's a. You uh, you got to learn the art of time slicing. You know, you know so, yeah. so um, I think the, the executives I work with do it a lot better than I do because they have better support doing it. For example, I think a lot of events I go to, you've got to show up at a lot of partner events. You got to show up at a lot of you know kind of bar events. So I I, I, I call it lapping. You know, you'll, you'll you'll see me come to an event. You'll see me um, grab a, a, a drink, um, non-alcoholic generally, but occasionally it's alcoholic. And I literally, I will literally lap the room twice. So I walk in, I say hi to, you know, the first people. And I, I do I do a one loop around the room. I come back around where I started, and I do a second loop around the room, and then I punch out and leave. Um, and I probably lap most rooms uh, and so, so that way you can hit five or six or seven like at, at something inside you know inspire you know you might want one or have to do five or six different events in a night um so that allows me to come in it's about 30 minutes total 15 20 minutes per lap and i can punch out and be gone and go to the next ones so so it's not a and that for me is not um not fun. One of my friends calls it happy facing. Hey, how are you? I'm awesome. How are you? I mean, you, you know, never mind the fact your feet hurt, your your back sore. Um, you, you, you know, you just blew the pants, you know, the seat of your pants out. You know, getting in a cab, but but you got to smile and make everything all good, right? Um, or you got a customer email that hates you, and you you, you got to figure out how to handle. It, you know, you know what I mean. So 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 there is a there is that. Um, but there's very often where, um. I will show up to multiple breakfasts and multiple dinners uh, in a day. Yeah, and not warn the people you're taking with and not you. Not warn the people taking with me. Uh, well, you know, it, 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 you can never say coming and hanging out with me is not an adventure because you never. Know where you're no, no, I, yeah, you that's never, true. You never, you, know, you never know where you're going to end up and what kind of unique situations you're going to have to navigate through that are going to make you uncomfortable, Mark. And what's worrying there is these are sober. It's not even like these are drunken, the sort of, I woke up and I didn't have any shoes type, I drank tequila story last night. These are, we were sober and we were lapping around 17 dinners and four breakfasts in the last 12 hours. And then even at the end of it, Ben's not even there when you're, when you're looking to pay the bill. Ben's already got to pay his third and, and one that You're going to laugh. I did actually do thir three dinners that night. Oh. Oh yeah, because you went to visit friends after it. I'm like, I, I I know nobody here. I'm like Ben's gone. I hope nobody asks me to pay any money. <laughs> but on that note, it probably is time to finish up this podcast and let Ben get on with his day because it is now quarter to seven in the morning for him. So whether he needs to get up, get dressed, get showered, get whatever, and get out and have his have his own actual Ben day. Yes, so quickly before you go, give us a quick rundown of where you're going to be over the next few months. Uh, next few months that I'm aware of, 
um, which means that I've actually planned because of things. So I'm going to be in Dublin uh, next week for uh, for internal uh, training. So I'll be there for the week. Um, I'm then going on vacation in Orlando with my family. So I go to vacation and not be home again. Um, and then I'm in Vegas for the United States Digital Transformation Academy. So the partners in the U.S. are going to DTA. I'll be there for a day. Uh, talking about Connecticut Field Service. Um, and then right after that, I fly back to Dublin for the uh, the uh, uh, the CRM Saturday event there in Dublin. Janice putting on. I'm, I'm excited for that. And a hackathon before that. And then I fly from Dublin to Fargo, North Dakota, which like I said, I got gypped by the. So I booked my wow. ticket. And I said, oh, you know, it's 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 Dublin to Minneapolis, Minneapolis to Fargo. I'm like, perfect. You know, that's that's about as close to nonstop the Fargo as you're going to get. And I booked the ticket and then realized there was one of those tickets where they, it's one flight number, but it's two planes. So it's Dublin, Dublin, Boston, oh, Boston, uh, Minneapolis, Minneapolis. I'm like, oh, I'm going to choke you people. Um, and, then, uh, and, then I, and then I fly home from Fargo. And then I'm in Paris in mid-August, mid-October. Um uh, so for for an internal for the AST event in Paris, I'll be doing Paris, and then um, uh, Resco uh, has Resco next in Rome, so I'll be hitting up Resco next in Rome, and then uh, another partner has an event in London, so I'll be doing Paris, and then bouncing over to um, London, then Rome or Rome and then London, so I'll be doing those two cities, and then I'll probably have some other things I'll be doing. So I'll be in Europe for those two weeks. Um, and then um, I think I gotta go to Toronto um, shortly thereafter. I think I'm, I gotta I go from Paris to Toronto or, or, or London, Toronto, and I do some work in Toronto. Super, super. And then, the, the, and then home, home for Thanksgiving. Um, home at the end of what what Microsoft really calls H one. So kind of the, the, it's the first half of the year. I'll, I'll be home. And then, uh, and then I'll be, um, I'll be, I'll be, you know, figuring out what I'm doing, you know, so probably in October will happen. Yeah. I mean, what'll happen in October is I'll get lots of phone calls. I think November I've got to go one or two places. I don't remember where I got to go. November. I haven't thought that far ahead. How's that? Um, it's actually funny. We, we, uh, we're planning a family vacation for, for Disneyland in October or September in, uh, my, my, uh, the in-laws are doing some planning with it and, and they, this is like a, a, a big thing for them. And like in May, they're planning out their eating schedule. And I'm like, guy, this is April. I'm like, guys, I, I, I haven't, you know, you guys do what you want. Like that's like five months away. And I've got like 19 trips between then and now you guys do whatever you want. And so it's, it's actually kind of funny, just the difference between people who travel for occasionally for leisure and people who like are, you know, like I'm figuring out what I'm doing in Dublin today and tomorrow, right? And then I'll figure out, and then Dublin, I'll figure out what I'm doing. You know, so so, so it's, it's one of those things where you, you know you, you do a lot more just-in-time planning now than I than you did before. Yeah, you definitely become much more comfortable with that whole. Yeah, we'll just see what happens on the day, don't you? Yeah, I, but I think, but that's actually half the fun, though. I mean, I, I, as much as I love structured plan, I mean, yeah. my life is so structured. Other places that kind of going on a trip is, you know, personal trips. Like, oh, you know, like, like honestly, the, the Orlando trip, like everybody's like, oh, we're going to Disney, and we're all, you know, also by Disney. I'm like, the condo I rented has a lazy river behind it. Like, like I'm excited just to to go sit in the lazy river, and. And have somebody yeah, move you uh, for you. You know, you know, 
you know, I'm hoping Beth will get a little, you know, palm tree out and, you know, you know, and, and that's not going to happen. But, um, but, you know, just let, you know, sit in the lazy river with the kids and Beth and just, just hang out and, and not care. That's where you need the lazy river bucket of beers. Just they don't allow with... liquor in there, unfortunately. So it's, 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 it's a liquor, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an alcohol free zone. So. That's why lazy rivers in Vegas win. Yeah. Well, let, let, <laughs> let's not, let's not go there. Um, I also learned in Vegas that it's a bad idea to uh, to take uh, British people out with you to Vegas, um, uh, where it's 120 degrees Fahrenheit, so about uh, about 45 Celsius, and uh, and drop them off the hotel with the exception of picking up later um, and not expecting them to drink heavily. Uh, Oh, I mean, let's be honest though. I, I can't believe you actually thought that wouldn't I, happen. I mean, it's one of these ones where it's like more fool you for what, what, what not realizing fool, that fool was going to be shame the on me. Shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah, it was shame on me. Um, <laughs> I mean, how many times have you met Chris? You, you didn't think yeah, okay, that was going yes, to happen. But, so let's change that subject. Yes, you're 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 right. But but you know the Ve- Vegas is definitely. I think Vegas is one of those places in the world. I detest Vegas, by the way. I'll say it out loud. I don't care. It's it's probably one of my least favorite cities to go to in this world. Okay, so that that actually answers the last question that I had up on my board as well. Was where's the place well, you already, would least like to I'm go? I'm already going from there. Hell. Trust me. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm Vegas. for that. Um, you know, Vegas is probably, so Vegas is a place I go to, I mean, a lot of conferences are at Vegas. Like I, I you know, most people go, like I go to Vegas for leisure and I'm going there once or twice. Um, Vegas has all the things I do test. I can't stand the smell of uh, cigarette smoke drives me nuts. I don't like drunk people. Um, I'm not a huge fan of loud noises, lights crashing, you know, both my boys have autism. So my wife goes, they didn't get it from just me. And she points at me and she's probably dead. Right. Um, so, so I don't like loud noises. I don't like noisy environments. I, you know, I, you know, so Vegas has Vegas for me is that perfect storm of all those things that I don't like really get excited about in one place. Um, and then top it off with in the average year, I'm in Vegas three to five times. Yeah. I can totally <laughs> see why you don't like it. Like, I've never been in a late summer in Vegas, by the way. I was just thinking that out there. As a, I know you get beer buckets or whatever in them, but I can get why. If you don't like bright lights, you don't like a, somebody that never sleeps. Been to Vegas once, and the smell of cigarette smoke slash fake air freshener in the hotels and casinos. It's a well, and the, the smell. casinos are actually it's designed horrible. to trap. Like, like there's no clock. They're designed to trap you in them. No windows, pumping oxygen. Well, well, but, but, no but clocks. Have you ever seen um, like those those mazes? They have rats walk down or m- mice walk down. Like like they lay these things out in such a way that, that in order to get to your yes. hotel room, you got to walk through the casino floor. But they don't make it so you can walk like point A to point B. It's like point A to B to C to like you got to walk almost all the way around the building to get to back to where you. Start. IKEA is the same. Actually, it's not, I'm not even lying. Ikea is the same. That's why there's no windows and no clocks that tell the right time and everything like that because then you just lose concept of how long you're in there for. That's okay, why when you go so, to so Ikea, take Ikea for hours. And, and make everything flash and put drunk people in, in the smell of cigarette smoke. And, and so, so, so <laughs> yeah, again, that, that. Sounds like my... 
So I think on that note, we will actually probably just okay. end this now. Because that's we're not going to get a better image to end the podcast on than a drunk overnight disco party. Uh, and I can't. You know, that, that actually, was it Ikea somewhere that had oh, sleepover God. parties? Like, like you could go sleep in beds? I remember this. They had some weird, it was like promotions when they were opening some new stores or a new product line or something. You could go <laughs> and sleep overnight. I, I love me some Ikea. I think... By the way, if 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 you wanna, if any of us listening is, is single, and, uh, and you wanna figure out, uh, you, you need to. put them on, on a throttle Wi-Fi connection. See how they respond to a slow slow loading internet. And the second thing you need to do is, is you need to jointly assemble a piece of IKEA furniture together <laughs> as a couple. You know, yeah, right. That's that's the test, isn't it? The slow going Wi-Fi. Like when my Wi-Fi goes slow, like I'm shutting the laptop off, I'm slamming it, I'm rebooting it, I'm doing everything, building furniture. The amount of cursives that come out. My mouth See, so, so I think the, the, the test for marriage for me is: can you do those two things? Yeah, I mean. I, I'm all right without the Wi-Fi. I've actually got to the habit of switching my phone off for a few hours each night now. So I think I'd be all right without the internet, but feck build. I mean, I have, I've got stuff that I bought in Ikea for the bedroom about nine months ago, sitting in my hallway that I cry because I don't want I mean, to build Jen, it. shelves we need to put up, floating shelves. I don't know. I, I'm scared to do it in case I put a hole in the wall and just... No, but but, but no, the, the trick is you exactly need to build the furniture on. together. So, so as a couple... Because, like the way yeah. Beth and I put together furniture is completely different, and like like it is, it is the ultimate test of you and your your significant other um, melding together. Because if you can do that, you can do anything. I actually agree to that as well. Like totally, we built furniture, and it's came in instructions are they're obviously been really badly translated to English from other languages or whatever. And trying to understand that, get all the bits to pieces, get the right screws. I actually, I seen a pack yesterday where the screws aren't organised in number A, B, C or D or number 1, 2, 3, 4. They were organised in sections. This is step one, this is step two, this is step three. And I was like, that's the best ways you could organise screws. You only need to break open the section at that stage. It's a, like I said, I think there, there are some, but I think you and your spouse need to put together a piece of furniture before you get married to, to, uh, to understand how you, how, how you, uh, how you, how you interoperate. The Ben Volmer <laughs> strength relationship test. Here's some idea furniture. Can you build it in the allotted time? Go. No, no, forget the allotted time. Just, 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 can you go uh, killing each other? That's a, that's, that has to be a TV show. Like, 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 okay. Have you seen this? There's a show on Netflix called Flinched. Flinch? I think it's a British show, and it's literally just like things like that, where like, 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 you know, they, 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 they like, and every time you screw up, they bug zap, they, 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 they cattle prod zap you. <laughs> there used to be a show here back in the day called Krypton Factor, and it was teams of people that had to oh, do yeah. things, but it was more obstacle related. But can you imagine that as a here's a flat pack piece of furniture that's a wardrobe, go build it. I, I, Team building I, days, go build it. Oh my word, we need to set up a new camp. 
Yeah. This can be the, like, the next team away day. No, you don't need to worry about getting your friend across that river without getting them wet. It's just as a team build as wardrobe. Can, can you build? Can you burn her her moths without uh, killing each other? <laughs> right. So on that, Ben, we will give you the rest of your day to yourself to have some fun while you're in Thank Australia. You, Thank you very very much. It's been a blast as always. And, uh, I look forward to it, and we will see you guys. And I will see uh, the two of you in uh, in about uh, about a month. Yep, five weeks time. We'll see you. Yeah, we'll see you in the one. Take it easy, Ben. Have a good trip home. Cheers. Bye. Bye.